what's up guys welcome back to the digital bounce podcast uh today with me as always i have sunny sing there right we've been friends for how long (laughs) what (laughs) i don't know why i wanted to say song and then i was like no i've been getting a lot of emails from uh uh people's name that are like like from china or something no, they're all from like India. They're like something sing, something sing, and I'm like Sunny, and then it's not you. <laughs> See, it's a common name. Like, hey, what's yeah, up, guys? It is fairly common. Yes, and my name's Leon Hitchens. If you guys want to follow us on the internets, we're digitalbounds.com at digitalbounds on the Twitter. Uh, Sunny is at Sunny Sing IO. I'm at Leon Hitchens on the Twitters. Uh, I know we've been like what it's been like a week and a half two weeks now yeah like two weeks yeah it's just getting the schedule down and i think in the end a podcast is just going to be sporadic because we're both busy guys (laughs) yeah i've also been having computer issues so had to send in my 2016 macbook pro in i decided to just oh you see yeah like so I thought I had got it fixed. Uh, he was able to clean up some dust under the keyboard. Um, took it home and then realized it still was having the same issue. So I decided really went to Apple Store, have them send it in. Probably get it back on Friday or something. So I'm using my 2012 MacBook Pro right now. Okay, that's that. Did they send it in for free? They didn't. Yeah, it was like, still under warranty. The computer's hasn't even been a year old man i just they didn't like offer you like anything like they just i just wouldn't want to go without my laptop for a week yeah i mean what what are you supposed to do though that is true it's just like when my pixel broke i had to send it in and i was like uh, what 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 do normal people do if they have to send in their phone dude i don't know like because i had to because i had problems with my nexus 6p and i had to i took my dad's old phone which was a galaxy s7 edge it was a bunch of annoyances there. Well, if we're going to start talking about phones, you bought the Pixel 2 XL, correct? Yes, yeah, so I had it since Thursday. And so I personally, I love the phone personally. Obviously, there's been a lot of issues with the screen um, all around the internet. So I'll, I'll confirm, like, all of them are true. All of those screen issues are there. Okay, well, but you gotta like uh, preface that. So the big screen issue that is like being posted about on Android Authority, Android Police, like all the Android sites, is screen burn-in. The other thing that like the reviews all said from The Verge and Android Police and like Slash Gear was the screen color is like off the color correction or the color saturation is off, but also when you tilt the screen different ways. Uh, the the P LED screen like changes colors, so that's like a the big problems. So you've seen the, the the latter, not the former of the screen burning, correct? I've like all three issues I've seen. Um, so two of them are hardware and one is software. Um, if you tilt it, like you see kind of a blue, sometimes greenish tint to the screen. Um, so if yeah. you're not looking at it like straight on. Um, and that's like just a hardware issue with OLED screens. Samsung has uh, seems to have fixed it, but uh, LG isn't really up on their screen game, I guess. 
Um, and then the burn-in, that's just a hardware issue that, you know, it's more permanent as opposed to like, um, as most opposed to like, what's the other one where it's just uh, like a temporary picture that you still see, but it kind of goes away after a couple seconds or minutes? Uh, I think that's true. I don't even know. It's um has something to do with the pixel still, though. It's it's similar to screen burn-in. Yeah, so... So here's my thing though. Well, so that, yeah, well, the other thing is um, the color correction. It's like more supposed to be natural colors, but I feel like they've gone a little bit too far with it. It's still a really good screen. Like, have you seen MKBHD's review? Video uh, review? No, I saw it on YouTube. I didn't watch it completely though. So I side with with him and Dieter Bone in terms of like their opinion of the screen. Day to day, I think it's fine. Like, I'm not. You know, I'm not looking at it from the side and like looking at the slightly bluish tint. Um, the screen burn-in will probably be a bigger issue later because it's like really early on and, and there's burn-in, so that's the problem because um, it's probably going to get worse and hopefully Google provides replacement devices or something. We'll see. Um, but both of those issues you don't really notice day to day. And then the, the colors, I personally don't mind it. The issue is just other people will see it a little bit more saturated on their phones. And so Marquez like had this issue where he edited one of his photos that he tweeted and he oversaturated it. So on other screens, it just looked like washed out or was like the whites were too white. Yeah. The argument here is always the iPhone. Like when you send pictures from like an iPhone to like a pixel phone, they like the photos from each respective phone look like terrible on the other phone. And that's because Apple has like one theory on like how phone screens should be calibrated and Google's like more natural, a little more orange. And I think that's always been like a problem because there's like no standard. Yeah. And Samsung has had what, man, like years and years on working on OLED, OLED screens so they've perfected it LG's kind of done some some like like progress on that and they just haven't perfected it now LG uh, TV screens that are OLED look amazing they perfected that technology and Samsung uses LCD screens for their like high-end 4k TV so each of them have their own problems it's just it's kind of funny to see Google like have this flagship phone they already had problems with the previous Pixel with like headphone problems and like um, charging issues and everything, and even problems with their Pixels. And now they're having same flagship problems, and it's all revolving around the screen this time. So it's just disappointing to see Google like fall on their face doing this. Yeah. So the iPhone's kind of actually like a compromise between oversaturation and more natural. It's like been between I guess Samsung and Google. Google's more natural side, iPhones like, or Samsung is oversaturated. Um, but yeah, so like, I'm not gonna give any excuses to Google or LG. I don't think this is like an 800 plus dollar phone shouldn't have any issues like this that are this big. Um, just my overall thing is this, everything else about this phone is really good. And day to day, um, I don't think most people would notice. Like it's really subjected, but I, Personally, I don't, the, the screen problems are not something that I notice day to day. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not going to have like a gray 
full full background that I'm gonna be looking at just to notice like the burn in or or notice. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's my wallpaper. I don't have any apps or anything. <laughs> um, I do have a question. So, like on my Pixel, I use a night shift a lot. Do you like if you turn night the? It's actually called night light. Yeah, sorry. I started using if it. You, do you if you like turn it on? Do you like distinctly notice the difference between the blue and like the orange? Uh. I mean, the screen obviously turns more orange. Um, I think you just see more oranges than anything. Well, I yeah, but I can tell when it's off. Like I, I can I know when my my nightlight is off. I try to keep it on like all the time, but sometimes it turns off when I restart the phone or something. And when it turns on, I'm, and I start playing with it, I'm like, ooh, it's it's on. But it's the same like thing. Same thing with flux, though. I mean, you're just I I. I have a harder time telling when Flux is on on a really? computer screen for some reason. Yeah, I just... I mean, it's something you get used to, but... Yeah, it's definitely... The screen's definitely very orange. And when you turn it off, it's like, oh, wow, the screen looks really good now. <laughs> like, it looks way more blue and vibrant. I suppose, but, but could you, like... Like, if you... Like, what I'm trying to say you're is... trying to, like, calibrate it through the software, you're saying? Well, no, everyone, like... If you turn nightlight on and you just leave it on all the time, no one's going to know that that's like not the natural screen. And then if you turn it off and someone's looking at the phone, right, when you turn it off, someone's going to notice a change. So I think that's what I'm trying to say. They're going to, if you buy the Pixel 2 XL, you're going to like just adjust to the screen. Oh yeah, for sure. Because a lot go. of like reviewers are comparing the phone side by side too. And it's like... Yeah, at, at that point, you obviously notice a difference in the screens and in the colors. Yeah, but and that's what I was trying a, to say because as a daily driver, you're just gonna use the phone. Like I was watching like um, one of Casey Neistat's vlogs. I'm like, this looks really good. I see all the colors. It's look honestly it looks really vibrant. Um, it's a overall really good screen. It just has a few issues here and there, and it's it's just something you don't notice when you actually use the phone. Yeah, and, and what I'm trying to compare nightlight to is is like if you turn that on and off, you can tell the difference, and that's the same thing as if you compare two phones side to side, you can tell the difference. But if you're just using the Pixel Two XL day to day, and you're a normal consumer, you don't know the difference. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So, do you have any regrets about buying the Pixel Two then? So, in my situation, like. Like I said, I had issues with the 6P, and then I switched to like a temporary phone, and so I just really badly need a daily driving phone, and so I wanted to go with the Pixel, mainly because of the software, it has a really good camera, just all the good things about it. I don't regret it, but I am kind of hoping that Google, well, for one, they release some sort of software update to fix the colors, but I don't mind it too much. Um, and if they offer a replacement, if it, the, like the burn-in becomes a really big problem, I really hope that they just do that soon and offer replacement devices. But as my daily phone, I really like it and I enjoy using it. So I don't necessarily regret it, but I don't want to like give Google any excuses about it. So maybe, w maybe if you had the opportunity, would you have bought the Pixel 2, the, the Pixel XL, the original one, instead of the Pixel 2 XL or... I, I really like the small bezels though that's the main thing okay so it, it is just really that because i'm yeah i've so, thought about buying the pixel 2 xl after all the screen problems fixed but then i'm like the pixel xl 
is going to be so cheap in like a month or two that I could just buy a bigger phone and be happy. Yeah, my main thing is like, so if you don't care about the bezels and first of all, if you have the first pixel, which you do, Leon, like, I don't think there's a huge reason to upgrade unless you really want like the better camera. Um, but like the software and stuff is still going to be there. So it's not a huge deal. Um, for I think like the main difference is if you want the smaller bezels, you care more about the design. Um, then like you'll want the Pixel 2 XL. So it's it's basically like if you if you like if you prefer the smaller one, then if you have the first one, no need to upgrade unless you really want to. Um, and you can and the smaller Pixel won't have uh, a lot of these problems. So no reason to get the XL if you if you don't care about it. Okay, I I'm like split because I'm like. It's so much money to spend on a phone. At the same time, I'm like, if I just upgrade now, I I would be happy for next year. But then I'm like, ah, next year they're going to do something crazy and I would want that phone too. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like with the, with the Pixel 3 XL, I guess. They'll probably reduce the bezels even more. And then obviously yeah. you won't have the screen issues. So. Well, on, I'm like, sorry, you can go. Well, basically, like if you don't need to up, uh, if you don't need a new phone, I don't think you need to buy this phone. But if you're considering it, if you're if you're in need of a new phone, I would say go ahead and buy it. You won't regret it. Um, and chances are, if the if the defects become really bad, then the Google will just offer a replacement. So just buy it from the Google Store officially, and you'll be fine. Yes, like that's the big thing is if you buy it from Verizon, Verizon's the one that's supposed to offer support. So buy it through the Google store. Don't buy it from anybody else because Yeah, and don't do the pop up stores either. That was those actually, are through some third party. Yeah, and they're they were upcharging for like fifty to thirty dollars for the phone too. Yeah. And I was like, like, Wow. Crazy. And then yeah. you don't even get official Google store support, so Yeah, so I'm always wondering like why like if I was Google I would tell them just like if I was Google, I would just tell everybody that owns a phone that they're getting support through us and like, like offer like a premium tier of like support, like, you know, like a, an insurance plan you can buy when the phone first starts up, they should do like a $5 a month, like insurance plan that like when you onboarding your phone, do you want to enroll in this insurance plan? Like an Apple Care sort of thing? Or? Yeah, but it should just be built into like the onboarding of Android for the Pixel. That'd be smart. If it's cheap enough, I'd love for that print to offer that. I'm thinking like $5. If you get like, let's say a thousand people buy the phone and 400 people do it, that's still a big enough, like, you know, big enough um, ROI on like getting that little screen up front. Because I feel like if you, you set up your phone, you set up your thumbprint, you set up your like, your email you sign in and it says hey this is a pixel device you if you didn't buy this from the google store or even if you did this is premium support you get this this and this and no wait times and stuff on phone calls i would totally do that for five bucks a month yeah and they already have like the built-in google support where like um it just lets you like do a call or uh over text i think so chat support or something yeah. like that so yeah just offer it alongside with that um well along with the pixel xl the pixel 2 xl the iphone x is going to launch this week actually well pre-orders are going to launch this week so when are they going to ship 
That's a little unclear because November 3rd is supposed to be when they hit stores. I want to turn on the camera, by the way. Ooh, we can see each other perfect. Um, well, kind of. It's kind of bright. There we go. So the Pixel... So, sorry, the iPhone X is pre-ordered October 27th. And then on the on November 3rd, the phone is supposed to hit stores. Supposedly, Apple's going to set up pre-orders so that they're like a limited amount of pre-orders. And they have stock for in-store walk-in purchases, which is going to be an interesting thing because I think Apple wants to go back to those like early days where everyone was lining up for the phone. So they want to get people into those stores and prevent pre-orders from being like the big thing. Yeah, kind of. I was never the type of person that like likes to stand in line, just kind of order from home, but it's very iconic for Apple to do that. So, But my main thing is like, it's a long waiting period for the iPhone 10. Yeah. Like, even for me who was like because I'm, I'm not necessarily super against getting an iPhone so if it was available at the time I would have considered it but it wasn't available so and I think that's too even with the HomePod I feel like Google announced a bunch of hardware that like competed with the HomePod Sonos has a speaker that competes against the HomePod and now I feel like the HomePod just like a, a forgotten product of Apple now and I feel like the iPhone X is quickly becoming like that that's like the vaporware product that they'll get out in what yeah there's like been no news uh news topics about it no headlines yeah and and the people that talk about it are also like saying like what's apple doing like why aren't they getting updates out there i feel like it's a bad kickstarter that isn't telling you what's happening and you're like trying to throw money at them so it it's it's just like i'm worried what's going to happen because they're talking about um, not having enough supply. They're talking about like hardware issues already. So no, October 27th, we'll see how many people actually are able to pre-order. And then on November 3rd, how many people actually get their phone in the mail? And then how many people will line up at the Apple stores? Well, hopefully, it's kind of funny because they have the notch like the Essential phone. So hopefully they don't have the same problems as Essential in getting a chip. Which, like, side story, that's uh, $200 off now as a discount. Yeah, and you can get it. Or not a discount, but they just dropped it to $200. And I believe from Sprint, you can get it for, like, like 10 bucks a month or something. Oh. <laughs> so it, it's, it's going cheaper and cheaper because I think Essential doesn't really care about their phone too much. It's more about the rest of the products they're doing. So they're just like, look, we did something, and now we're going to do other things. Um. But it's also like because no one's really buying it. That's true too. So they kind of forced to. Uh, the Surface Book Two was announced, and uh, Windows Ten Fall Creators update uh, rolled out. So I don't know too much about the the Fall Creators update, but I kind of so the 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 was it the Note uh, what's the name of it? Oh, Surface oh, Book I was Two. Like, so Note. <laughs> I was thinking like Notebook, but um. They're definitely aiming towards uh, competing against Apple directly, like even with the pricing, but especially with their advertising, because they're like, hey, we, you know, you don't have to live the dongle life with this. It's got way more battery life. I think it's like 17 hours, even though it's uh, video on time. Yeah. Or like watching time. 17 hours. But the like, the big thing here is 
that 17 hours also includes that NVIDIA graphics card. It's like a 1060 graphics card. Okay. So that's like that's very impressive. If it can get you 12 hours of battery life, that rivals like MacBook Pro battery life because every other Windows laptop is like five or six hours and truly you get like what, two or three hours. Right. And Microsoft is like, okay, you guys all suck. This is what we have to do to like actually get people into our ecosystem and and get people to like Windows because Windows is kind of crappy in, in a general sense compared to Mac OS. And one thing I'm seeing like a trend in uh in like the programming community is a lot of people are moving from MacBooks to uh to the surface. Because there's just so many issues that are happening with the 2016 2017 MacBook Pros, like mainly with the keyboard, which is why I sent mine in. So. Well, like I've seen um a lot of companies move from, you know, storing like the latest MacBooks to actually using older MacBook Pros. Yeah, the 2015. Yeah and, yeah, and that's a very common theme now of a lot of companies saying like, look, we're going to use older MacBooks. And I, I see uh, YouTube creators. I think, did Sarah Desici get a MacBook Pro, the Touch Bar one, or did she get an older version? Yeah, she got the new one. I think she got like just Okay, I thought she got the older one. But a lot of YouTube creators in general are saying they're getting older ones because it's reliable. It has all the ports and they don't need all these extra dongles so apple has a real problem on their hand because microsoft is saying they're for the creators they got that cool like spin um dial yeah like the they dial. have uh, a yeah. pen input they have like great keyboards and great mouses so it's just like like i'm impressed with how microsoft's moving windows 10 still has a lot of problems and unless you're using like adobe products with Microsoft, you, you kind of, you know, you, you kind of lean towards Apple in the end. Yeah, I'm kind of eerie of the software mainly. Yeah. Because the hardware's looking good. I'm, I don't like how there's only one USB-C port. Like, it's better than nothing because what the Surface Pro didn't yeah, have. Yeah, Microsoft was resistant to it, so. Yeah, and like having, like with all the problems with new MacBook Pros, like having four USB-C ports is really nice if you just take advantage of them. Because you can charge from any port, connect, you know, um, monitors to any of them. It's like just connecting one cable just to, go, to charge it and to connect monitors is really nice. So. Yeah. I, I can you use that port for charging, though? Because I know USB-C is weird. Is that a charging port? On. No. So I think on the. So by itself, it's not in terms of supplying the power. That's really annoying laptop. because I would love to just be able to charge it. That's why. The, yeah, that's why. That's why there's Thunderbolt <sighs> 3. So on the MacBook Pro, it's all Thunderbolt 3 ports. Okay, technically. that's... That's what you can charge from. That's really annoying. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure... Yeah, so the Surface Book probably doesn't support yeah. charging. I hate that. So in the Windows 10 Fall Creators update, you have like 3D Paint, you have some uh, game like optimization. You just have like a lot of little updates and a lot of little apps. It's... um, It makes the operating system feel a little, little more useful. They brought back a lot more apps that like were in the original like OS, like paint and stuff. So there's a lot more in there that I feel makes Microsoft's Windows a little more useful. If you're into gaming, a Windows laptop is a must or a Windows desktop is a must. But if you're into like content creation, you can still stay on a MacBook and, and be fairly happy, all things considering. Yeah. 
Just that keyboard on the new one, man. Well, the, like, like, I don't know if it'll break again. I have the same one for my work computer, and I haven't had... It's those butterfly yet. keys. Things get them all under, mm-hmm. under them all the time. I have them on my Dell XPS, too. And um, I, I, you got to hold them at, like, the right angle and spray the compressed air in there, and you still don't always get it fixed. And I've had one or two things. Yeah, because for mine, they have to replace the whole really? top case. It's not just it, it's not just the dust because the guy removed it from uh, went to like official Apple service That's store weird. or something like that he was he removed the dust and still was having that issue. Yeah, man, that's just really annoying. Like I, I feel like all on. these like recent hardware launches have been just plagued with problems. Yeah, I'm kind of like kind of annoyed by tech, honestly. <laughs> A little bit, but I also feel like that's their own doing because everyone's like trying to beat everyone to the punch. So they're like yeah. pushing products out sooner than they need to. There's way too much competition. No one's just kind of like, oh, hey, we have a good device here. Let's just push some iterative, like, let's polish things out and make yes. sure everything works well. Uh, let's talk about Bitcoin. Bitcoin went above $6,000 for a little while. I believe at the top it was at, let me see. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Coinbase, six thousand one hundred and like thirty dollars. Six thousand one hundred and forty-five dollars, I think, was the max here. So that's huge because Bitcoin is up four thousand dollars from like a year ago. Uh, up a thousand six thousand one thousand six hundred from only a month ago. So Bitcoin's just going up, 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 up. Just imagine all that money that we missed out on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's dropped down to 5,400 now, though, which is insane. But I see, like, plus 16. Yeah, and it's fluctuating. Time. But the weird thing is, like, Ethereum's, like, like sitting at, what, 292 and Litecoin's at $55. So Bitcoin isn't taking any of the other cryptocurrencies with it. Yeah, and I was reading this article about like what be the causes of it rising or or just like fluctuating in general and apparently um in japan it's they're able to trade with the japanese yen alongside with it like it's more like the japanese currency is more um uh, more flexible so that's that's part of the reason like so when they decide okay we're not going to trade with with yen then then okay because i know when like like rush because they read yeah, the when same Russia, thing in China, China well. North or South Korea, like announced regulations against ICOs or banning the sale of those coins in in the countries, like Bitcoin will fluctuate down, down, and then all of a sudden it'll hit up because everyone's like, well, whatever, like it just decentralizes the currency more, and they say it's good for the currency in the end. And at the same time, I'm like, I am I'm having more of a sinking feeling that this is going to implode like bitcoin is just going to implode in the next year yeah i don't i don't know what to say exactly about bitcoin but cryptocurrency is going to be on the rise well, every year i feel like just in general more currencies will become more mainstream but i feel like bitcoin cannot keep this like upward trend it's going to like level out at maybe three thousand dollars or twenty five hundred i feel like it's going to nosedive and level out at a more like respectable number. 
Yeah, it's just like, I mean, we've talked about this before um, previous episodes, like Bitcoin right now is just all, um, really the huge benefit in it is just the investment portion. It's not, while yes, like uh, some, like New York and Japan, like they're using Bitcoin to be able to purchase stuff. It's right now, it's really mostly just, um, just the market, like being able to invest and make money off of it. Yeah, I that's, which... Like fun fact, I saw his videos. This guy, um, he actually bought really? a Lamborghini with Bitcoin. I think it was like two hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin. No, that's a four chain user from before. Anyway, this other guy, he bought it, um, and it essentially cost him like hundred thousand dollars, which is just insane. I cannot imagine all the guys that because I looked at my Coinbase account. I went back in my history. I had like I. Had, when I first started messing with Bitcoin, it was like when it was at like ten, twenty dollars, and I had, remember mining it and selling it and buying it and stuff. So, if I would have stuck in it back then and kept it, I I could have made like you know a good twenty grand, no problem. Yeah, but yeah, nice. I didn't have the forethought. Should have bought five. I wish I had that five thousand dollars. What? It was what seven years ago. Yeah, seven oh, yeah, years ago. I guess that's ago. true, right? Because <laughs> I say that, but I'm like, yeah. yeah really what, seven years ago, I'm 23. I was like, like 15 or something. Yeah, so we didn't know any better. Okay, let's jump to personal <laughs> news. Um, I've just been I've been busy lately. I've been really tired and unmotivated. Uh, also, I've been like looking at different Switch games. Splatoon, uh, Mario is coming out. There's just a bunch of games for the Nintendo Switch that are coming out. Or have oh, yeah. come out. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna consider um, uh, Black Friday. I'm gonna Do buy it. Nintendo you need Switch. to. Like, yeah, if I see it cheap enough, like, might as well. Because there's so many games like Mario Odyssey is coming out, and then uh, there's some other game. That's there's just there's so many games. There's like um, there's this one like Animal Crossing style game. I forget the name of it. It's um, oh, it's just it's a weird game. But I really want to get it and I'm just like I'm split because I'm like I don't want to know if I want to buy it and it's gonna be a huge waste of my time but I'm like ah, I just I have to buy it I'm like I'm gonna spend too much time on my games now I mean considering like the upgrade cycle of consoles I feel like because they're not gonna upgrade it for like well, the switch probably won't years, get an probably. update and so, for like four years honestly yeah potentially so like if you can get a good oh. deal on Black Friday. And oh yeah, a bunch of games gonna come out for it. I Super hope. Smash I hope Brothers they do like the virtual console probably. and everything. Um, the only problem with my Switch is my like left controller that snaps into the actual um, screen is like loose. It pops off if you like just pull on it. Uh, oh yeah, forget about those controllers. It's really hard to get off sometimes if you, if you put it on the yeah. wrong way like, uh that's all my personal news you you have anything i, I see you have sunny commutes.fm <laughs> no i don't no that, not yet I, I wanted to buy it but i was like it's a hundred dollars and no one's bought it because <laughs> the cablevision.com oh that's <laughs> oh that's my asp never mind um yeah i released an episode recently i thought it was pretty good i was more uh, developer oriented um and then obviously i bought the pixel and i still really like it so 
I don't know. I, I, I actually, I didn't think I would enjoy the squeeze feature as much as I like. I'm using it a lot more than I thought I did because it's the easy. That's what uh, Dieter Bone yeah. from uh, The Verge said. It was like he was changing the settings so he could squeeze it just just perfectly to activate a uh, Google. Oh, yeah, see, so I, don't know if I like the phone. It's, just, it's so on. beautiful. And it looks better in person compared to... Oh, okay. I can tell the big difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's just way more blue after that. Um, like I said, though, day-to-day, -day, you don't notice any of the screen issues. So You'll have to tell me when you get, really like, screen burn-in or your, like, headphone jack stops working. Something weird. <laughs> ah, Wait, okay. headphone jack? <laughs> That's, yeah. So I started. I use it. Started using the adapter for it. Um, I'm I'm on the look for uh, Bluetooth headphones because I have that um, adapter for the M50X, and so those are technically my main Bluetooth headphones. But I don't have. I guess I also have the J Lab Epic Twos, but I'm not really a huge fan of them. I bought those uh, cheap ones. Well. They were like twenty dollars from uh, Anchor, the the oh, battery yeah. company there battery company and they're actually fairly decent they like stay in your ears and I'm, i mean i like them so 20 bucks would can't get a better deal so i can't so i really hope i'm not gonna buy them from the google store because i kind of just want to be able to try them in the store at least um i really hope that yeah was it the pixel buds i hope those appear in, in like a best buy soon i believe so i Which do want to buy the pixel to, buds but i'm like 150 dollars for bluetooth headphones i'm like Also, the main thing for me is the audio quality. If, if it's good, I'm going to keep them. I just want to try them out. And the other main thing is, is sounds weird, but I want the USB-C charging use, use on PC? my headphones. Oh, okay. I'm buying them. Yeah, I'm that's USB-C. <laughs> and there's I'm another, really I, forget, <laughs> I forget the audio uh, company. I think it's like something Dynamics. Um, but it's like this pair of $500 headphones. And they have USB-C uh, port, so it's Bluetooth headphones, but they charge over USB-C. Outside of that, there's really like almost no USB-C Bluetooth. I know I I was gonna like create a list of the best USB-C headphones, uh, wireless or non-wired, wired, and I found like one. No, there's like two or three that are. Well, like there's a bunch of wired ones. Decent. But like. I, I, I kind of see like where Apple and Google, like, well, I guess everyone except the Samsung, I guess, are coming from. Uh, with a single port, you can kind of do more. You can have like um, a built-in, what do you call it? Like, uh, oh, like, that, like just improves audio quality. Yeah, DAC. Okay. Like a DAC, yeah, DAC or an amp. It's like you'd be able to do a little bit more with USB-C and just having a single port. Um, you know, you can like charge the headphones and you can yeah. if you want to do wired connection you can use that same cable so that is nice the problem I, is I feel like your phone at the same time I don't know how often I use my headphones and I want to charge my phone like I understand yes when I'm on a plane or when I'm traveling but other than that I'm like more often well like let's say I don't know you're at the office yeah I guess you'd have your computer but if you, let's just for some reason you want to listen off your phone 
I don't know. I'm sure it will come. Like, you can have an adapter, but I'm sure the yeah. scenario will come up. Well, anything else, Danny? Okay. Uh, we'll, Thanks for we need to get, like, on a maybe better schedule. Less Sunday-y, I'm feeling. Yeah, because it's, like, over the weekend. Do you want to just uh, Monday's a little rough for me, so it's probably Tuesdays. Monday or Tuesday. Okay, so we'll we'll say Tuesdays. All right, for now. <laughs> yeah, Google Google pre-release. Yes, so yes, that's true. It'll be Wednesday. Wednesday. Right, never mind. <laughs> and then we'll just try that out, see how that works. Even if we do like five or ten episodes, and then we go like one episode, where we go two weeks is fine, you know. Yeah, because there's been a lot of news lately. So, yeah. if, we just so if you guys want to subscribe to us, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Stitcher, iTunes, you know, all of them. If you guys want to leave us six stars, put a star in the comments. That equals six stars. <laughs> uh, uh, then uh, find us on the internet com, gadgetsm.art, Sunny Commutes on the Apple Podcast, at Leon Hitchens, at Sunny Sing, all the socials. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.